I've got stuff here. We've yeah. got stuff on the iPad. Loads of interactions from everyone on Surface yeah. and Insiders, which is really good. It's going to be amazing. Um, sort of on the home front, we've had some fun little waves about. Yeah, we have. We have had some fun. I've got a few things here which we're going to go through that are things that have happened over over the last the last week. Let me, bring, let me see if I can bring the comments, the comments book yeah, up. It's, I suppose it's always easier for us to talk about stuff that's relevant and stuff that we're actually going through and um, our surfing journeys. And then uh, we also try to answer questions on um, some of the frustrations and things that are happening inside of your surfing journey so yeah and look you you say the word frustration so let's jump straight in there so over the last week we've we've been doing a lot of filming you've been doing a lot of coaching with our with our two guys Raz and Jade who are doing the the, the 30 day challenge yep and they've been doing really well and then we were down at the beach yesterday and there was some other, so we had, we had Raz and Jade in the water. Then we also had, I was in the water as well. There were some other guys in the water. You were on the beach coaching and it, you got really frustrated. Um, I've, I've, I filmed, I filmed Clayton getting, getting frustrated and it, and it will appear in, the, in the, the mini documentary that we're gonna make about the 30 day challenge. But you got really frustrated on the beach. I was getting frustrated in the surf. I spoke to my wife about it afterwards, and she reckons it was just because it was a full moon. But, uh, <laughs> but possibly. But uh, ex sort of dive into it a little bit because there was a lot of like, if we if we look at our Friday surfs that we have, where it's really good vibe, everyone's having lots of fun. Yesterday just seemed like everybody was stressed out. Everybody was, was frustrated either in the water or you on the beach. So yeah. What, so what was going on there? I'm sticking to something on the floor. What is it? No, no. Okay, so um, probably the f one of the frustrations for me was that I would rather have been surfing rather than standing on the beach, video filming, trying to coach people. Um, I would much rather have been surfing myself. And the waves were quite fun. Yeah. Okay. So I decided, okay, I'll rather s I'll stay, I'll work, and I'll, I'll video film. But then you give people simple really easy jobs to do and they find it difficult to do and oh it's frustrating for me so 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 from a coach's perspective then because i've seen you frustrated before but you were like so you were, you were super tense like you were on the beach and you were going i just i just need to go I just, i've just got to go home that's it i've got, got to go home <laughs> so 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 from a coach's perspective what is it that you find so frustrating um, I suppose having been doing it for a while. A while, you've been doing it for a long time. Easy to see good technique, bad technique, who's relaxed, who's tense, who can read the ocean, who doesn't read the ocean. It's it's for me it's like black and white, it's like um, it's really easy to notice. However, for people in the moment, they have very little peripheral vision, they're so inside their heads that they can't make a, a rational thought and they can't act on it. Mm. It's almost like, like they get hit with a silly stick and they just, they, they can't think. Yeah. And then when they're overthinking, it's like, um, you know, you get, your, you get your phone and you're trying to download something, it's just spinning. The wheel of doom. That, that little thing just spins <laughs> around and you're like, oh, come on. It's like you start lifting it, it's like, get signal. So like guys on the water and you've asked them to do something and they're just freezing their thinking and you're like, I'm on the beach like, get signal, come on. Like, point your coffee cup yeah. or just do something. 
and they're just thinking and thinking and there's no doing and it just that freaks me out it frustrates me so but so coming at it from the perspective of somebody who's in the water because after after we left the beach i kind of thought about this because because i was really frustrated as well because you there's there's a I've got a really bad habit of, of bringing my knees up to my chest and when I do the turns you you're saying that I'm, I'm pulling my hand my hands together and as much as I'm trying to stop doing that do you have any footage of that I wonder you, you're not showing it you're not showing that bit of footage you're <laughs> shocking but uh, anyway there is no footage of of that but so coming from from the perspective of somebody who's in the water who's being coached you're telling me what I need to stop doing. I know that I'm doing it, but my body keeps on just doing it automatically. Defaulting and just, yeah. And so I end up getting really frustrated myself. And I'm one of these people that once I try and do so, I, I have to get it. Yeah. And I got so frustrated, I ended up staying in the water for four and a half hours. Trying to trying get to, Trying to figure this thing out. But I suppose what I'm getting at here is... So hang on, I, you surfed for about two hours or something. I drove home, had breakfast, drove back to the beach <laughs> for my second lesson, and you're still in the water. Yeah. And then I gave you a few tips, and you actually got it right. Mm. And you told me it didn't feel right. Yeah, I did say that it didn't feel right, because I felt like I wasn't doing anything. And then you said that's exactly what you're meant to be feeling, is the fact that you're not doing anything. Yeah, it's effortless. Which was which, which is weird though because now it's I suppose in my head, I don't have it, sort of locked in there. So when you watch Kelly Slater and, and Rob Machado and you watch them do a turn and they go, oh wow, that guy's ripping. It, it looks effortless. He's not even trying. You did that and you're going, no, it's wrong. Yeah, we didn't film that one there though. Oh, I was busy <laughs> so the lesson. But I, I suppose what I'm trying to get at here is, so you've got that frustration on the beach as a coach. I've got the frustration in the water as somebody who is, who is being coached. And all the other people that are being coached by you are going to have that same thing. They're going to be like, why can't I get this right? Sure. So somebody who... What does it say about coaching at the beach in the water then? It's not a great environment for it. Um, well, yes and no. Yes and no. I. What would I say here on this? I think that it is it is a good environment. What, so 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 what I really value now is the is the the skating, doing it over and over and over yep. again in your ramp, just going around, practicing the turn, practicing the turn. There is something that that happens though when I try to implement that in the water, and this transference of skill from skateboard to the sea, I there's just these couple of little bad habits that I'm trying to iron out, and I, I suppose whereabouts I'm going with this is. So if somebody has got the accelerated surf program and they're, they're going through and they're pressing their, these techniques, I've, I've got you there on the beach saying to me, you're bringing your knees up to your chest, you need, you need to extend more and I'm getting frustrated by it. But if you weren't there, then I probably wouldn't recognize I was doing it. Yeah. So how would somebody identify that? Well, you wouldn't. Because um, like if you've had a great breakfast and there's egg on your face, <laughs> you know. here, here we go. Okay, so you, straight, you have straight, to like, into your amazing analogies. You either have to have a mirror, or you have to have a good friend who's going, "Hey, mate, your surfing looks shit." Yeah. You, because you're doing this one or two things wrong. Mm. Um, now, because it's surfing so close to all of our hearts, if someone says that to you, you often yeah. get on the back foot and get offended. Okay. Yeah. But um, if if 
you've done the surfing program, the accelerated program, and you've got other friends who have done it as well, yeah. try surf together and just give honest feedback. Yeah. Like when you're doing it right, praise it, but when it's wrong, tell them why it's wrong and what the fix is. Yeah, and I, I, and I suppose the other way is to get it videoed and then post it up into up into the, the Facebook okay. groups. So the interesting thing, why won't simulation work sometimes in the water? Well, if you're too excited, mm. you're gonna, gonna wanna rush things, okay? And often when you rush, you make mistakes. Yeah. So four and a half hours later, you said to me, you're dead tired. So now you weren't over trying, you're not overthinking. You're just like, oh, I was gonna do this one damn thing. And then you did it and it, yep. was, it was easy. Okay, so if you are stressed, you're not gonna be able to do it. If you're over anxious or too excited, you're gonna to struggle to do it. Mm. Or if you're fearful or scared, you're also not gonna be able to do it. Yeah. If you relax, it's so easy that you won't even realize that you've done it. It's that easy. Yeah, and I think something really interesting which, which you said to me was, and you, you see this a lot with people, is that, we've got a message from Jeremy, just, just checking that we've got uh, good audio, but, but you said that a lot of people, um, because they're out there surfing and then they, they're, they're catching waves, they're really worried about wasting that one wave that they get, yeah. which is where that's the panic then sets in and, 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 and the fear of falling off and wasting a wave. Yeah. And so because of that stress, it then I think that's probably part of the reason it why amplifies it. you sort of lock up. Yeah. And uh, you, you, were, you were saying to me just, just beforehand about how you've now decided to try and use a word as, a, as, a, as an evil tool Ooh. against me. Okay. So... What I've done with Ant, sometimes he'll, he'll try to do a really big turn, but he looks down the line and kind of compresses and tries to turn, and it comes out as a, as a small turn, even though he's tried really hard. So to try to create a pain point, I say to him, hey Ant, that turn, it was really cute. And, I, and I, from the beach, I signal by holding my hands up and I go, uh, wait, where's the screen there? Okay. That was a cute one, Ant. So whenever he does a big turn, he has to look back at the beach, get feedback, and I go, that was cute, well done. Yeah. And he's just like, ah. So hopefully what I'm trying to do is that the, the pain point of me going, that was cute, versus him just defaulting to that technique. Yeah. I'm hoping that it hurts more, so he wants to prove me wrong and go, there, take that. That was not cute. That was a proper man turn. A man, from a man turn. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Anyway, we're going. We're, so, so going back to the the the, the 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 thirty day challenge. Then. Yeah. What has been the the biggest thing that you have noticed in in Raz and in Jade over the last okay. over so the last seven days? In week one, okay, we introduced them to power zones. Yep. Paddling less and the Oreo biscuit, and they were just like. Dope. They, they started feeling stuff they'd never felt before, mm. and they all said it was easy. So um, come around week two, I'm trying to get them to be more mindful of their bodies. And because they are now realizing that they have a few mistakes, they've almost had this um, negative um, part of the, the wave of progression where they're going, oh, I'm doing this wrong, I'm doing that wrong. So that they've become very aware of their mistakes. So in their minds, they feel like they're surfing a hundred times worse when they're surfing just the same, but they're just aware of their problems, mm. which is a good thing because 
now that they're aware of it, they can start fixing the problems. Um, I expect them to fall a lot. That's how we learn. If they catch away from the outside all the way to the beach and they haven't fallen, I'm frustrated because they haven't tried anything. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, um, there's a couple of things that we're going to bring up in the Facebook group. We've had a lot of questions, which yep. is which is which is awesome. Okay. Yeah, we got it. So, yeah, let's bring this up. So I can't see your your name you're coming up as Facebook user. You definitely want to try to surf with other people who have learned the same things from the accelerated program. We do this in a small group and we try to be open with each other on the feedback focused only around the Ombi principles. I don't like surfing with non-Ombi people. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling it's, that, it's kind that, of true. I, I reckon that, that could be Anthea. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm reckoning that, that that could be Anthea with that, with that kind Probably. of person. I don't want to surf with non-Ombi people. But, okay, so think of it this way. With Imagine what, if we all started getting tattoos of, of, of Ombi. I haven't, I haven't got any tattoos <laughs> at all, but... Uh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> but it's kind of like if you have true. that knowledge, if you see someone racing down the line they've got terrible style you almost don't want to watch it yeah but if someone says really well you can appreciate it so i suppose having done the the science part of it you now know good from bad or right from wrong um and then if someone is going through all the simulations uh you can almost sympathize with them in the water and go oh try this or try that yeah so what we're doing is we're actually starting to give relevant good feedback and so i can understand why you'd want to surf with people it was out there yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, so yeah. I understand that. I'm, I'm feeling very well now. I even know how she writes her comments into, uh, into, into Facebook. So yeah, but I think that, I mean, when you'll see it when we go out on, on the Fridays, yep. the, it's everybody who, well, not everybody is out there, but there's a big collection of people out there that are, that are all, that have all learned the same things from you. Yep. And so everyone's out there thinking, oh, coffee, coffee, coffee cup. Compressed lean twist. Well, there's also some Oreo. people that aren't kind of in the group, just they aren't aware of it. Mm. But the people that are, they're a lot more energized, they're a lot more happy, they're catching yeah. more waves, um, there's a good buzz in the water. Yeah. And and that for me is what surfing really is. Yeah. Yeah. Community and just having fun. Yeah, absolutely. Bringing those positive vibes. I, I think we did, um, we, 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 we recorded a video for, for the Macaroni's resort the other day and yeah. it was... One of, one, of, one of the questions which I, which I asked you was if you could give somebody one tip before they go and surf and you said bring, bring those, that, that happy energy, those, those happy yeah. vibes. It makes a big difference. Instead of just trying to take waves the whole time, actually give a wave away to someone. You'll be surprised like that guy could be having the worst day of his life. Mm. And you give him a wave, he has a good wave, you, see, you actually see the person's energy change and they come back stoked like thank you. Yeah. Like you made my day, I can actually go and achieve something yeah. or do something else. So um, I always give waves away every surf. Yeah. Well, you, you spend most of us pushing people onto this. I'm giving away loads of waves. Yeah. But, I mean, you can, I could, so I surfed Friday and then Saturday, both exactly the same, same break. Uh, the Friday we were all out together. Saturday I was out, uh, it was just a couple of us out, but a lot of, um, it's very busy though because obviously it was a weekend and you could yeah. just feel the vibe in the water was completely different it was it was it felt it felt quite tense on the saturday but yeah. on the friday it just felt fun uh, so yeah so that so that, so that was really cool so let's um let's jump into into tonight because we've had a, quite a bit of stuff put into the surf hacks yeah. surf hacks group which is absolutely amazing now before we jump into the surf hacks group 
If you haven't already downloaded the free program, then head over to amanzisurf.com and there is a free surfer assessment. You're gonna to get to see a little, bit of in, of it, a little bit of it in just a moment. But I, I went in earlier on and I looked at how many people are inside the, inside the Surfax group and there is a lot more people in the Surfax group than there is that have enrolled into that free program. So I know that some of you haven't, so it might be that you don't know about it, but there is a free program so that you can assess your surfing. We did a live on it back probably two months ago nearly now, but make sure that you go and do it. It's a really good course. It allows you to know where about you need to improve your surfing. So that, that is at amanzisurf.com. Let's, let's bring the, the iPad up in just a second and let's do, first of all, Andy Hewitt, you are taking center stage as we bring you up. So Andy was he's he's away camping down uh, down in where you're, wherever you are. I know it's raining because you just put a comment about it. You're down in Yamba, and it's been really windy down there. So Andy decided to get his piece of cardboard out and and slide along. So there was a lot of comments put in about this. There's a couple of things that you just want to, to note. So Andy yep. has, has got the cardboard slide uh, training program, which if somebody wanted, if somebody hasn't got the cardboard slide, how can they? Yeah, so um, look, we designed this for people who were getting caught behind sections, not able to um, generate speed. So this movement that Andy's doing helps to teach you how to use your hand and eye coordination. Mm. And it's sketchy from point A to point B. Um, you might want to do it when you're driving from behind the foam to get in front of it, or even if somebody drops in on you just to overtake them. You can do it through a barrel, across a floater section. There's so many applications of this cardboard slide. Now, when you do do it, if your hands are close together, you'll find that your shoulders are rounded and you're not going to get a lot of drive. So if you open your shoulders, you're going to get way more throw and with a lot more leverage. Okay. Now think of Superman, when Superman is flying through the air, he's got one hand forward and one hand, yeah, his shoulders are, are open, his chest is open. Whereas Andy's got, sorry Andy, T-Rex hands. Okay, so they, they, they can't reach the pocket, they can't do much. That's, that's, so oh, I, 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 un, I unliked it, sorry. So what's actually happening is What am I doing? There we go. Let's bring it back up again. If you think of somebody, let's say, um, in a swimming pool and they want to dive off, I mean, push off the wall, they're going to extend their hands. Yep. Or even someone on a trampoline to go higher, you'll, you'll spring. So Andy's not using his hands to his full potential. He's kind of like sort of clawing, mm -hmm. okay? So that's the first thing. Um, he is compressing and bending his knees nicely, but his hips are behind him. Yes, yeah, so it's so, that, that backwards yeah. energy. So because his hips are behind him, he's very back-footed. Mm -hmm. Now, if he lifted up and threw his hips forward, um, kind of like Jerry Lopez on a bottom turn at Pipeline mm -hmm. or um, Steph Kilmore at Snapper when she rides a 20, she throws her hips forward. It looks super stylish. And because you're using your center of mass and you're throwing your hips forward, you're getting a lot more drive out of the yeah. surfboard. Okay, so two things there. The hand coordination can improve by opening the shoulders and th extending the arms. And secondly, he's got to throw the hips forward more onto over the front foot. Yeah, I, I, I remember that when you very first got me to do the cardboard slide, 
I, I had a habit of bringing my bum out towards the back and you said just drive just yeah. drive your, your, your hips forwards and now and the you, skateboard you, you used a Claytonism at, at the time which we won't repeat but it was it was very much just driving that forwards to and the, the whole board moves so much further yeah let me pull this that's back up on the screen now perfect yeah so thanks for um, putting that out Andy um, but yeah try to throw the hips into the movement a bit more uh, if you are, so so the cardboard slide is, so the Accelerated Surf program you can buy as one thing or it's split up into three modules as well, isn't it? Yeah, so there's the science, which is like the education of everything. Yep. Um, you can learn, you, you can tell somebody something like, um, let me give an example. Surf is like riding a bicycle. When you go fast, lean, when you go slow, twist. It's yep. like, wow, great analogy, the go surf. But they may not be able to get it right, right because the body takes longer to learn. Yeah. So what we then did is we did the simulation training where we could potentially ride a skateboard for an hour and repeat a movement again and again and again as opposed to surfing for two hours, catching 10 waves and having a total of like 60 seconds of surfing. Yeah. So there's science, then there's simulation, and oh, then... Here we go. Here we go. Let, me, let me bring it up on, up, on the, up on the screen. So yeah, if you were, if you went to to the link which I had up on the screen just a minute ago, I'll bring it back up again in a second. If you if you don't want to get the the whole program just yet, then you can buy the so, surf science. So the surf science. So that's the mindset, the wave power, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereabouts is the cardboard surfer? If somebody wanted to, to get that cardboard, that surfer. would be in the simulation. So the simulation. So in the simulation, yeah. you've got the Bosu, the cardboard, the skate, skate. surf skate, street surf skate ramp. Yep. yep. And then the waterman is, is that's the, the body surfing. That's actually going into the water, yep. um, trying to tap into power zones, um, how to use your board correctly, how to use your body correctly, um, and so on. Yeah, so if, if you want to check that out, then head to, to that link that's at the bottom right about there, wherever it is. Anyway, it's down there somewhere. So go over to, to that link. And, and, and I think like we said before, or like I mentioned before, the big thing that I've noticed is being able to to practice all of those turns and stuff on land and do it over and over and over again yep. and then take it into the water has, is 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 what's really made my surfing go let's bring up your skate ramp training because you've done a fair bit of time on the ramp i have i haven't, I haven't got any on, on, on my yep. ipad so i can't show any so when we were doing the training i would get you to do a specific turn just to feel it out you'd be a bit nervous and whatnot then i'd go okay do a hundred mm. okay then between say turn one and turn 100, you start developing some confidence and you start to actually start to feel it. And then I'd come back and I'd go, okay, now relax and do it. And you'd find that when you relax, you actually get more pop, you get more height, yeah. you get more twist, and it actually feels a hell of a lot better. But in the initial stages, when you're just trying to do it, you weren't quite going as high, as fast, and definitely not as loose in the turns. No. Okay, so let's then take them to surfing. If you go out there with a big expectation, you try really, really hard, you, you're gonna either overcook it, you're gonna tighten up, you're gonna lock up and probably blow the turn. Yeah. But when you relax, your surfing starts to flow. And you need a certain amount of confidence to be able to relax, especially when you got all eyes on you and you're trying to shove in front of your mates or whatever it is. Um, but if you can relax, you're definitely going to be able to move better, surf better, and actually feel more feedback from your board and the wave. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, we got a question there from Michael. Michael, we'll get to your question in just a moment. Let's go, let's go into the, one of the next things that was posted up in the Surf Hacks group there. Let's bring the iPad back up by going to there. Okay, here we go. So he's got, this is from Malcolm. Hi guys, love learning insight from this group. Thought I'd see what advice you guys have. I know I have a tendency to sit with my weight far back and I often feel very late when I go to turn. Anyway, so, so let me bring this up a bit so you can see Pretty it. much Malcolm has the same problem as Andy. So he's, he's aware that he's sitting on the back leg. So his hips are back. So when Malcolm wants to go to the top of the wave, he almost wants to extend and push the hips forward. I think when we were watching this earlier on, we were saying that he, he wasn't aware of what was going on behind him. So he was surfing out into the flats a lot as well, wasn't he here? Yeah, so what I'm probably seeing is that, okay, let's have a look at the two of us. So if I throw a jab at you, that's my strike distance mm -hmm. and I can follow up with a punch. Yep. So that's my strike distance. But if you were two meters away from me or even worse, five or 10 meters away, okay, I could never hit that section. So what I think is happening over here is Malcolm's looking at the future, trying to hit something out of his range. When a meter or two meters around of him, there's the lip, there's the bottom of the wave, and there's the foam behind him. Yeah. He needs to surf within his strike range. He's looking outside of it and then feeling frustrated when he can't get there and he can't hit it. Yeah, absolutely. Hope that, that helps, Malcolm. Uh, let's go to the next one. Let's bring the iPad back up again which we've had some, some answers in here already. I know that Chris Mills jumped in and gave a really good answer with that. Let's have a look. Did Chris Mills come in and put up? He did. So can you briefly just read the, um, the question? So, uh, so here we go. Any tips for, get rid of the cover. Any tips for feeling safer while trying to ride a barrel on my backhand? Most of the time uh, that the wave starts barreling, I freak out and dive. Sometimes I get hit by the lip for not choosing the right line. I need guidance on how to fall, where to put my feet, or whatever. So basically just some guidance on. Okay, so again, when I was trying to, like I've always get questions, how do I ride the barrel? And like that's that's a number one thing that people want to do. They feel like yeah. they, they aren't really surfers until they've been barreled. Yeah. Um, as a kid, I was, like early teens um, body surfing shore breaks and just getting pounded, but getting used to getting barreled. Now in those shores, if, if the wave broke and it's breaking on almost like pure sand, you're gonna get like grazed and roasty. So you have, often have to do like a little dolphin and squeeze out of the back. Yeah. So while you're in the barrel body surfing, if you just bench your back and turn your hand sideways, the, the wave that's sucking the energy up can almost pull you out the back of the wave into um, the safe part of it as opposed to just going and getting smashed and mm. drilled and washed up the beach with the salt and sea sand everywhere yeah. and whatnot. So I suppose in answering that question about barrel riding, first get comfortable body surfing. And you'll know this from your body yeah. surfing, that the more tube time you have, you actually start to enjoy it. It's not so scary. And then I think I asked you, are you breathing or are you holding your breath? Yeah. Okay, so you eventually want to be in there and actually start breathing and relaxing. And then as you start to relax, you start feeling the wave more. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if any of you have also found this, but what I, what I find is because you think you're, because you're about to go into the barrel and you feel like you're about to go into water, I've, I've started to stop doing it now, but I have this tendency to close my eyes straight away as soon as, oh, as, soon so as I feel many it come over. I'm going to put into the barrel and, and they wait to get hurt. They're like, oh, okay, there it is. And then they, they panic. So, like, 
Often good barrel riders will be in a barrel and they're in the barrel and if they fall, they're surprised. They're like, shit, what happened? How did yeah. I fall? What went wrong? Whereas a lot of people, they go, oh, here comes a barrel, here comes a barrel and they just bend and they just tense up and they wait to get smashed and when they get smashed, they, they spring up and they just get absolutely obliterated and they're, they're not breathing, they can't see and it's just panic. Yeah, so to answer Nicholas's, Nicholas's question then, Let's break this down into, into two parts because I know that there's one piece of advice that I've heard you give to so many people and that is to, to if you're riding the barrel, put your ear, like you want to try and put your ear on the, on the wave, isn't it? Okay, so the first thing is you've got to lean. So if you body surf, you lean over, then the wave mm. can actually suck you up. If you body boarding, you put your board on rail and then you can hold your line. So you've got to kind of, even if you're barrel riding on your backhand, you've got to lean into that wave then your board will be on rail and you can hold that nice straight line. Okay. If your board's flat, the board's going to want to roll to where the flat part of the wave is, then you're going to catch the lip. Okay. So um, by leaning into that, almost putting your ear on that face, Yep. like some people say bum drag it and stick your hand in it, but it, it's kind of like a feeling of leaning on the wave and body surfing that wave. Mm -hmm. right? If you're standing straight up, water's going that way from the lip, but it's coming this way from the bottom. So the water's kind of it's it's doing this the whole time so if you just lean on it you can actually get really good balance and then you'll find the stability and then you can actually balance and try to come out of the barrel okay and and the other thing which you said just beforehand was to not go for the it's gonna hit me be more and this is where you get your knees to kiss and, and you come so come down straight generally when you're body yeah. surfing you're making it out of like literally zero barrels mm. but you're trying to see how long you can go for yeah all right because like you want to get better and yeah, better i'm, I'm better. smiling because it's so much fun yeah okay so now it's inevitable you're gonna fall but yeah. how far can i go so you start learning how to push the boundaries but when you first did you might have gone like oh and got smashed and smashed yeah. until you get comfortable so you need to try to make the barrel as long as you can now Inside of the barrel, the softest place to be is in the foam ball because the energy of the waves dissipated. You don't want to be, be by the lip because the waves are about to explode mm -hmm. and you don't want to be up top yet because you're going to get pitched over. Yeah. So if you're in the barrel and you think that the wave's going to close out, you could almost fully stall and just get swallowed by the foam ball. You might get rolled a little bit, but the energy goes quickly. Okay, so, so one way is to stall and effectively go Get backwards. Get swallowed by the foam board. So what would you do with your surfboard? Would you kick it out in front of you or just just, just, just let it happen? Don't worry about the board okay. too much. You're more worried about your safety. Just fall off in the softest part of the wave, which is that foam board. Okay. Okay. Um, the other thing that so you So don't do, dive forwards then, inside the barrel. Don't you're going do. straight to the lip and the guillotine. You're going to get annihilated, pushed deep, and washed around and spat out somewhere. Okay. So go backwards. Don't go... Okay. What you can also do is potentially pull through the back and then try escape. It okay. takes a bit of practice figuring that one out. And if you body surf, you know how to do it. If you've ever driven in a car and you had your hand out the window, if you, do, if you tilt, the wind will blow your hand up. If you tilt down, it'll go down. If you tilt to the left, you go to the left. So as you are body surfing, you need to dive into the water and arch your back mm. so that you tilt out the back. Yeah. So... Um, I think bodyboarding is body sorry body surfing is one of the best ways to figure out how to barrel ride. 
and it's it's the natural progression from there. Just you, you grow your, like this deep confidence. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So hopefully, Nicholas, that's asked your question. So, and in terms of falling off, fall just fall backwards. Just yeah. try to aim aim back back to the foam. I I, I do know that the one thing. So in actual fact, go deeper into the foam ball and then just flop off. Okay. Flop off. There we go. Just flop off. Uh, I, I do know that one of the things which always worries me is that, that, that as you tuck into the barrel, getting flipped over, and then and then you've got the whole thing of where's my surfboard? Is it going to hit me? Am I going to get spiked? So if you pull in front on, you lock your hips. But if you're side on, your hips will kind of bend, and that's when you're either going to face plant and get the lip on your head, or fall back and then get sucked over the falls. Okay. So being like a crab inside of the barrel. It's just a, rep- a recipe for disaster. Okay, yeah. cool. So don't no side on. Excellent. Let's right. I think we're into the we're into the questions now, and then I've I've got a couple of videos which I found which I'm super excited about. If you saw how excited I got about the Mando, uh, Dave Rastovich body surfing the other week, there's, there's another video that I found this week that's just it's blown my mind again. So we're going to get to that in just just a moment. So, but let's get through some of the questions because we had a good number of questions. That came through. All right, let's let, before we go into those ones there, let's just quickly answer this one here that's come through in the comments, otherwise I'll forget. What's your comments on arm positioning when going down the line generating speed? I tend to windmill my back arm, particularly on my forehand. Any recommendations? We saw a guy the, the other week that was windmilling. Yeah. Might have you, Michael. <laughs> I call it patting the cat. So like you're going down the line and the guy just like strikes the cat and he strikes the cat like this. So ideally, if you wanted to go forward, if you wanted to jump, you'd throw your hands forward. Mm. So that would be, like imagine, okay, I'm in a chair and I want to slide to you. I'll, I'll throw my hands and slide across to you. I definitely wouldn't throw my hand back to try to slide to you. So if you could better, so rather use your knees, compress and throw your hands like you want to jump forward. Mm. So wimbling the back arm, that's that's coffee cup, isn't it? Um, Cause, cause yeah. If it's that, then it's just poof, and then you. So hey, Ant, do you want do you want a cup of coffee? <laughs> you, you could just pass it forward. So it's way cleaner to like even on a punch. That's cleaner than windmilling the punch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish I, I wish you you had that clip on your phone just a minute ago of Mick Fanning, and that pretty much shows shows it. But I can't get it across. I'll, maybe no. when you're explaining something, I'll see if I can quickly find something on okay. my on my phone. Yeah. So like just. Straight hand coordination so much faster than a big round. Yeah, and look, look for. I think there's a video on on the coffee cup somewhere inside the surf hacks group. Um, if not, then it's it's definitely in. It's, it, well, in, in the accelerated surf program, that would be in the simulation, wouldn't it? So, so there's another thing that you need to pay closer attention to. On a trampoline, it's my knees that compress and extend. I could probably still jump without the arms mm-hmm. and still get some heart. The hands just help with um, where do I want to go. It's more the coordination yeah. of the turn. Okay, a lot of people are just using the hands for speed and they're not using the legs properly. Yeah. Okay, which is the compression and the extension. Oh. That appeared straight up there, but we'll answer it anyway. Freddie, uh, this explains a lot. Last year in the mentalities, I got smashed so many coral cuts leading to infection, injuries and dings, whereas my friend who always took off deeper got just as smashed but escaped any injury. 
So that, that I'm thinking that. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. referring back to the going. Okay. So flop off. That's flopping off. So just flop off. Yeah. Sounds like I'm being, sounds like I'm being rude to people. So flop off. So let's, okay, let's bring this up. Let's go here and bring this up. So let's go for oh, previous comments. Let's go to the very first one. Andy, can you throw a few nuggets of gold on paddle technique, please? I've learned a lot from Rob Case. Don't overstretch, go deep, etc. Uh, what about S strokes, D strokes, and paddle under your board, not by the side? Lots of info out there. A lot of horse horse poo too, I'm sure. So, so Rob Case is an absolute legend. In actual fact, he's a bit of a freak. Um, in that, uh, he's. What, what was it called? Like an avant on, on paddling? Is that the right word? He's like, he's like Yoda. Yeah, he's like Yoda. He's like Yoda paddling. paddling. Okay. So my big takeaway from him was um, if if you overextend and if you put if I put my hand on the table, I'm almost creating lift. Okay. But if you go a meter, I mean sorry like about an inch under the water and extend, you're gonna get glide, all right? And then you can pull back. So by sort of just going under the waterline and gliding and pulling, you have a much better stroke and that, that glide actually makes you be able to go through the water a lot better. So your arm never actually leaves the water, is it? Is that what you're uh, no, it does come out, you raise your elbow. A couple of like should lay on the table and then you, you spear it about an inch underwater. Okay. Okay, so it goes under the water and forward. Okay. Okay, whereas if you go on top, um, you're almost doing like a push up and then a paddle, and a push up and then a paddle. So is, is it a lower profile? So as you bring the arm forward? Well, you, you'll see swimmers do it. Like when they're, if, they're swimming a, it if they do a slow stroke, that they'll. they'll um, They'll stretch out underwater and they'll glide and then they'll roll and they'll glide. So the hand doesn't go on top of the water because that just creates lift and it makes you fatigued and tired. So that, that was one of the biggest takeaways that I got from Rob. Um, oh, look, there we go. Someone's put a, a, a link in. You're coming up as a Facebook user. It could be Jeremy, could be somebody else. Who knows who this person is? Maybe it's Rob. Hopefully it's Rob, yeah. So surfpaddling.com. So yeah, check that article there. That might have some more answers inside it. Okay, so uh, this is huge for me. Don't wheel spin. So a lot, if you watch a car wheel spin, it goes, but it doesn't go anywhere. And if, if the guy next to him just took off lightly, it would actually go faster than the car wheel spinning. Mm. So my point being, someone sees a wave and they get so excited, they go, I've got to paddle hard. And they just start pulling bubbles. And because they're pulling bubbles, they don't move anywhere. Whereas the person who gently pulls the water actually gets more traction. Yeah. Okay, so just um, throwing power at your stroke isn't going to make you paddle faster. Mm. Okay, um, you want to kind of glide in that stroke. That that's really really important. So on my takeoffs, people say it looks like I'm not trying, yeah. but I'm actually concentrating on relaxing and pulling water yep. rather than wheel spinning. Yeah, and so in terms of so that's paddling for a wave. In terms of paddling out, then what you to make that easier. Then, yep. you, then you want better ocean awareness so that you can use the sea to help you, I suppose. Yeah, so a, another handy one is um, if I cup my hand together like this, there's tension in my forearm, my hand, my back here, there's tension in the front and tension in the back. Okay. You can feel all of that muscle yep. groups. Okay. I so hope you're all doing this while you're following along. If you create all this tension when you paddle, there's even tension really in my shoulders, okay, from cupping, right? 
But okay. if I just squeeze these two fingers together, my pinky and my ring finger, okay? okay. And I keep these ones it's a bit soft. Star Trek-y. And a little bit um, soft, so I can even just wiggle through the water, okay? I point those two forward, and you'll see I get a much sort of straighter arm, and I'll get a deeper stroke. Okay, so by, so do yourself a favor and just point, just point those two. All, to, all together, please join in. Don't, don't, don't have me just sitting yeah. here being silly. So you silly. can see my arm's a lot straighter. But as soon as I cup, I kind of get tension in my arm. Oh yeah, I can feel it now. Okay, so when you, when you put that, those two fingers together, you can feel there's a hell of a lot less tension in the arm. The arm's way more relaxed. Can you feel the difference? So cup, or, or otherwise just point those two fingers straight. Yeah. Okay, and then while those are straight, just pull it back. So just go into your paddle stroke. The table might be in the way. Okay, hmm. so much easier, right? So again, um, it's just another technique of using less muscle and getting a deeper, better stroke. Another thing to think about. Yeah, so um, hopefully those will help you save you a bit of um, energy on your paddling. Right, let's go for the what can i incorporate as part of my as part of my surf workout to help with relaxing on a wave instead of being stiff it would be ideal if i could surf with music as that would be way easier dancing on water that'd be awesome if we could have you tried singing on a wave so we had this guy um hey, up. brandon in you're gonna, you're gonna do a demonstration for us no 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 we had this guy brandon in the mental eyes and he was a little bit nervous surfing on a reef and he was worried about his pop-up and his takeoff so i made him sing on every wave everybody was kung fu fighting and he had to have his fight hands up so he'd take off and he'd sing that and because he was singing he started to move more like he was dancing and he got into time with the wave and got his rhythm better and he surfed better but he was willing to make a fool of himself and willing to laugh at himself which relaxed him and then he didn't care anymore and every song he just started singing louder and his paddle stroke improved like everything improved but if you're very self-conscious of your body and what people think of you and you're not willing to make a fool of yourself you will look stiff and um, rigid on the wave so yeah sing you don't need music it's in your head go for it and I I actually think Claire, that if, you, that if you did start singing, you'd be that person out in the water that everyone thinks is real weirdo and they might keep away from you so you might be able to catch more waves. 100%. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, in terms of that though as well, I think remembering to breathe as well is another one. I, I know that you get, so on the ramp especially, you get people to do trumpet noises or fart, or fart, fart noises, isn't it? I try to get people to whistle. Whistle, that's it. And if they can't whistle, then they have to make a fart noise. Mm and they have to make the fart noise for however long they think the turn is. Okay, so if it's a nice big carve, it's gonna be like And uh, it just makes them smile at the end of it because they yeah. feel really stupid. And when you show them the turn on camera, they're like, oh my gosh, that looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. so that, 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 that's another really cool, easy one. So if, if you don't like singing, then just either breathe. whistle or make fart noises. But it's, yeah, it's more about remembering to breathe, I think, than anything else, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, relax the body. Yeah, would um would Chris Mills have any 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 because because she said it's uh, what can I incorporate as part of my surf workout to help with relaxing? So it's but it's more of a water thing, isn't it? Well, you know, um, this is what's interesting. Like, there's a lot of people that have about a I don't know like a three minute or five minute breath hold. Like it's ridiculously long. 
but how well do they do it under stress and tension? Yeah. So in a workout, you, you, you can't simulate that surfing environment. So you need to be comfortable and you've got to be like calm under pressure. Yeah. So um, I encourage you rather just to do in the water, put yourself in the worst case scenario and then try to relax and think your way out. Yeah. So just yeah. sing. I think singing's singing singing's the best one. Singing's singing's happy as well. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get the next question up, which is any tips on getting the front foot further forward on takeoff? I've been having a bit of an issue recently when taking off, especially on steeper waves. My front foot lands too close to my back foot. Okay. Um, how am I going to pronounce that name? Uh, Pedrick. Pedrick. I'm going to say it's. I, 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 yeah, I, I, <laughs> there we go. It's a toughie. All right. Pedro, is, 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 is either one of those weird, weird spellings for Patrick or is it's, it's Andy? Andy. Okay, yeah, let's call it Patrick. Andy, Patrick. Andy, you might know. Your, your wife's Irish. Maybe she can uh, tell us how, how that's actually said. Anyway, okay, so don't, don't worry about it. Just answer the question. <laughs> I bet you, okay, that you're looking down and your back's bent. Okay, if you looked up, and, and raised your chin, you'd give your body more space to pull the leg through. But by looking down and bending your back, ah, yeah. you're limiting how far, foot you, how far forward that leg can come through. So you're having a very narrow stance close to the back foot. So if you just look where you're going and raise your hands and step the front foot through, you'd have a much wider stance and you'd fix that problem. So I think it's more of a case of where you're looking. Yeah. Raise your chin up. Raise chin up. Yeah. So I think Oreo biscuit for that one there. That'd be the that that'd be a good place to start looking there, wouldn't it? Look at the Oreo biscuit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just arch the back, create that lift, mm. um, and give yourself some space to actually bring the front foot through. Amazing. Right. Then we got Jade. Jade. So 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 Jade Green is 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 our legend that is on the thirty day challenge at the moment, and she has asked what it would be the best footage to watch while I mind surf on the BOSU. Uh, she might be asking this because she fully stacked it, didn't she, on the BOSU? <laughs> yeah, no, she did. Um, okay, so when you're on the BOSU ball, what that does, however you move, it follows through into the ball. So if you're on the front foot, the ball roll forward. If you're on the back foot, the ball roll back. So it sends you a, um, a signal internally as to how your body is reacting on the mm. ball. So. But you said Rob Machado to watch that, don't you? Rob has got one of those unbelievable smooth styles and his, his techniques on point. Another old school surfer is Tom Curran. He's, I think Kelly Slater based most of his surfing off Tom Curran. Okay. So uh, if you watch the longer waves like um, Tom Curran at J-Bay surfing a point break. Um, I was right, hang on, I was right. And uh, Andy's come in, it's pronounced as Patrick. Ah. Hey, good work Andy. I was. I, I, I thought. I thought it was a bit of strange spelling. For yeah. Patrick. So, if you do want to do some bosi balls, um, try copy someone with a really beautiful style where they're surfing a longer point break, um, and then whenever read the wave. Don't look at the person so much. When they go down the wave, you've got to compress. When they go up the wave, you want to extend. And then whenever they turn, they'll be looking where they're going. So you make sure you work on your twist as well. Mm. I, I'll tell you what I tried once. And that was so doing the Bosu surfer while watching the video of um, oh who was it who 
got Skeleton Bay and they got that stupid amount of barrels. Ah, oh, uh, Who yeah. was it? Somebody. It was one of the well-known surfers. Someone's going to put it in the comments in a minute, whoever it is that I can't think yeah. of. But So I, I tried doing that. My legs were burning by the end of it. Exactly. Like, but that was like the first little barrel. And then it, so it was like every time he was, I was trying to tuck down as long as he was in there. And then I'd yeah. try to stand up as he came out of the barrel and then tried to go back down on the Bosu. And it was, oh, it really hurt my legs. Yeah, so that's good. So you can also imagine um, whew, someone getting away with that snapper that connects all the way through Greenmount, Little Marley, all the way through mm. to, um, I don't know, Spot X. So that, that's like a long wave, it's a minute long. So you've got to be able to at least stand that Bosu ball for a wave that's that, that, that is that long being able to compress and extend. There we go, thank you very much. Kawasmi. Sweet, yeah. Yeah, it was. That was, a, that was, that was epic, watching, watching that wave. Awesome, so, so yeah, so, so, you're, so in order to Bosu and mind surf it, Rob, Rob is good, Tom Curran's good, but just yeah. choose any surfer surfing a point break. Any of those greats, yeah, on a longer wave, just yeah. it gives you more time. Like beach breaks are often over too quick. Whereas a longer wave, you can anticipate the section and probably the slow muscle memory will work the muscles way more than doing stuff really, really quick. So like slowly compress, slowly extend. So the point breaks allow you to do that. Yeah, excellent. Let's go for the next question. We've got a little lot of questions here. Next, next question was, any update on the boat trip next year? I'm interested to see how you're gonna answer this because- So again, um, I know that there are a lot of boat guys operating but from the Australian point of view mm. waiting for um, Australia to open up the, the borders and whatnot so yeah so coming from from my perspective here uh, so I I'm quite up to date on what's going on because my when I'm not sat here doing this I'm on the corporate speaking circuit which means I'm traveling around Australia and also international I have been told to not expect to be traveling to speak anywhere overseas until at least 2022 just for how hard it is for us to be able to get out of the country and the the, the paperwork and the uh, we can get a permit to travel out but then it's quarantining it's really expensive so i don't think that we're going to be able to do any any trips like that next year so we'll be, yeah. be looking at the year afterwards but in in saying that if so if you are watching this and you're not based in Australia and you do have the flexibility to travel, Macaroni's is still, that's that's still going, that's yeah. running. I was I, I was meant to be going in January, but now we're gonna to go to 2022 instead. Yeah. You were gonna run the surf clinic. Obviously you can't get to Macaroni's for this surf clinic coming up, uh, as well as Chris Mills as well. Chris Mills is here in Australia. But you've got a couple of really good guys who, yeah, um, who are gonna be over there. We've got two guys from the UK, Dave and Richie. Um, they're heading over to Macaroni's to fill in our slots. Yep. We have, um, everybody's going on the trip have got the option of getting the Amanzi course and all the training. Or Ombi, Ombi course. Yep, the whole Ombi course. Um, and then also Macaroni's is offering it to all the patrons at um, a reduced price as well. So they are, I think, paying for half the course. That's for anyone who goes to Macaroni's. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah, so. So, so, if you, so if you're going to Macaroni's, the accelerated surf program, is it is is that what you're saying? They substitute half the payment. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Because, I mean, and I and I think this is a really big thing. Is if if you are going to go on a trip like that, I mean, one of one of the big reasons why I very first connected with you, um, 
because eighteen months ago now is because I wanted to do that 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 big surf trip. Never really yeah. done one before, and so I wanted to make sure that when I arrived there, I could make the most use out of all of the waves that came through, and yeah. and that's the reason why I started coaching. So I think any, anybody that is planning on doing a surf trip like that, it is so important to invest the time. I know Chris Mills, he talks a lot about being surf fit before you go on those trips, doesn't he? Yeah, um, I mean, obviously if you surf it, you're gonna be able to catch more waves, you're also gonna have more confidence. And, and that's a big thing in the water is having the confidence. Yeah. Um, but um, there's a lot of guys who go on trips like that and waste so many good waves. And generally, Initially, people give you the benefit of the doubt, but if you keep wiping out, wasting waves, eventually they just start dropping and burning you. Yeah. And then, then your trip starts getting frustrating. Yeah. So you want to be um, up to scratch with your technique. Yeah, and I, I think that you spend all this money on going on this trip, getting the plane flights over there, paying for the accommodation. Why wouldn't you just spend a little bit extra and prepare yourself beforehand? Yeah. Like learn what you need to learn, learn those skills so that so that when you get there, you can make the most out of every single wave. Yeah. Like, it's so important. And um, oh, the waves are good over there. Like I'm, I'm frothing to get back. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is strange being in this situation where we can't travel out of the country. Well, look, it's got, it's got us over here in front of the cameras. Yeah. Um, we have managed to finish the whole Amman's uh, Ombi courses. Yeah. Um, it took a lot of filming, a lot of editing, but now it's out there and yeah, it's growing from strength to strength. Yeah, because uh, you were saying yesterday when we were when we were out in the water, you, you were just saying that all, all, all you want to do is just go and get absolutely smashed by a couple of really big waves. <laughs> it's been so long. Like, I haven't been barreled in ages. You almost start to forget the feeling. So yeah, it would be nice. So yeah, so so in answer to, to the question, there probably won't be a boat trip next year, will there? Um, Unless huge things change. Well. Not that you'll be on. Not probably myself because we can't travel. However, we have got other Ombi coaches. There's um, Twiggy. Twiggy in Bali. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Chris will just leave Australia and, and go to, to Indo and stay in Indo for a bit. Can't do that, Chris. Um, Got to stay here. Dave from the UK is an Ombi coach. So is Richie. He's just been, they've both been accredited. And uh, we've got some other coaches that we, we um, teeing up. So there are coaches available that we could possibly get onto those boats. Awesome. Yeah. So, what will, what, will, what will happen there? Will we announce it on through the through the Facebook page? Yeah. Through uh, email. So I I definitely say make sure that, that you are on the email on the email list just in case you do miss something on Facebook. Facebook's algorithms sometimes don't want us to show you certain things and they put other things before that. So if you so and and the way to get onto the email list is to just go and just download that that free program and then that, that'll put you on the email list. And I think speaking to Jeremy, as soon as we know more information, we will actually have a link up called Surf Trips. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just start posting onto that. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Jeremy did say that's going to be a part of the site in the future. But yeah, it's it's still uncertain as to what the travel allowances are going to be. What we do you also want to do, which may be within our reach, is actually do um some trips to wave pools and do some coaching yes so so we're hitting up the wave pools at the moment we've been speaking to a few of the companies yeah and um there's potential if we put it out there we may um go to the wave pools and coach there so okay let's just let's just try this and i might put up a a, a survey within the group if you are based in australia 
and we were to run a session at one of the wave wave well, we're only in Melbourne at the moment, haven't we? There's one potentially um, up in North Queensland. In your pool. Yep. And yep. also, so it's, I think it's Surf Lakes and Wave Garden. So there's possibly two. Okay, so there's two possible options. One to be in Victoria, one to be up in Queensland. If we were to put something on where we did a day there where, we, where it was coaching, catching waves all day, if that would be something that would interest you, pop a yes in the comments below. Obviously, you're gonna to have to be based in Australia for that to happen, but just pop a comment. In, in actual fact, put, put the comment pool, pool uh, in below this video, if that's, if that's something that's interesting you, just so that we know whether we could make it financially feasible to, to try and organize that with, with one of the wave pools. So yeah, drop a, a pool beneath. Let's, let's, let's get to the next question. Yes, look at that, so Australian, yes. Count me in, hoi! <laughs> Could be on. I think. I think it could be on. It could be on. Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll save that discussion for another day. I'm already getting excited. Uh, right. Here we go. What are the potential causes of bogging a rail on a turn? Okay. Uh, this is from Mark. So, on the equipment side, if your rail's too thin, it may be biting too quickly and mm -hmm. bogging. If it's not an equipment issue. Um, when you are doing your bottom turn, if you gently lean because you've got speed on the bottom turn, um, you should be fine. But if you're going into that turn really hard, it's like riding a bicycle and dropping into the turn too quick, mm. you might bog the rail. Or if you're going too slowly and you try to lean, you'll bog your rail. So I suppose, Mark, I do need more information. Are you bogging on the bottom turn or are you bogging on the top turn? Um, and then if you showed me a little video clip, I could definitely zone in and give you more feedback on that. Yeah. It's just, it's a bit, it's too open. I could talk about it for hours. Just need more information, please. We've got a lot of, uh, someone's even put chlorine. Chlorine, <laughs> you bring it. <laughs> well, listen, look, chlorine, we've got pool, we've got, we've got pool here. Like there, there are, this is, this, this is going to happen. I, I think I know, yeah. I think I know what we're going to be talking about this Friday when we have, when, when we have the team meeting. When can we get the wave pool thing happening? Anyway, we've had lots of that. Let's go to the next question. Wow, look at that. We're nearly at an hour already. And we've still got loads of questions to go through. Uh, Elsa? So, hi, I'm pretty good at jumping into reforms on the inside and get loads of really fun rides this way. Out the back, when going from sitting on my board to, to lying, I get my weight distribution consistently wrong and the board doesn't balance at all, which stops me paddling in. What am I doing? Okay, so Elsa... On the inside, when you catch a reform, as soon as the wave hits you and you've got speed, you get balance. It's kind of like riding a bicycle fast. If you go quickly on a bicycle, you get balance. However, on the outside, you need to turn your body into a surfboard. So you've got to arch your back and um, pretend that your body's the surfboard. Okay. If you're just lying on the board, the ocean's moving, and if your body's floppy on the board and there's no energy in your body, the swell will probably just go under you and as it lifts you up, it'll just roll you off the board. So um, I'm thinking that you need to arch your back, do a bit more training of like, and this is where probably Chris Mills can help mm. you out. I think it's, what's the technique called? That training? Um, it's, it's like, like a Superman kind of thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a Superman where you, your feet are off the ground and your hands are off the ground and you get this real big back arch. Because, and Anthony can back me up, when you body surf, you have to arch your back to body surf. When you body board, you have to arch your back. Okay, likewise when you catch a wave, when you arch your back into that Oreo position. That way the wave can easily push you and you'll get the control that you're looking for. 
Yeah, the more that, so with body surfing, I've started arching my back more and more to the, to the point where I'm almost reaching right way around and it yeah. makes a massive, massive difference. In saying Chris Mills, we, we, I know I say it, I think every single time, but we need to get Chris Mills yeah. to come in and do, 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 do one of these because he's got so much knowledge. Um, we need to get him in. To, to, to I'm actually sending guys to him on a weekly basis. Um, we had a kid today who had very tight ankles. So every time he tried to do a turn, he locked the legs and bent the back because the ankles wouldn't work. So I'm like, go see Chris, you need to loosen up the ankles and the calves. So he's like a toe walker rather than a, a heel where, the, where yeah. the foot does this. He's always, toe, yeah. always, always on the toes. Um, another lady is struggling on the paddling, so she needs to actually strengthen her back. So off to Chris. Um, so yeah, okay. It's a good collab. All right, what well, we're we're, we're going to go fast and furious on these last ones. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Next one is Nick. Would you be able to cover fin options and when to use what fin setup for what type of wave? When to use quads versus thruster? What setup is better for going more vertical or for barrels, etc.? Seventy-five kilograms. Could, so could either use medium or large fins. I've been told using bigger fins might be a good thing. Any thoughts on this? Basically, just go. Okay, so go, fins. So quad is like a Formula One car. It needs a long open stretch. Okay, if you drive a Ferrari in town in traffic, you'll hate it. So um, if it's clean and running, the quads are fantastic. You can get that, that real good down the line speed, but they don't like doing pivot turns, mm. okay? However, if it's, if it's onshore, you might have to pivot quickly to try to hit the lip, in which case a thruster works better. Yep. Okay. Um, the reason why guys like quads for barrels is that when you're on rail you've got twice the amount of fin surface area in the water and you're pretty much going in a straight line and the quads really really fast but if you're going to be um, taking off going nose straight to the beach and turning really sharp the quad is going to help give you more stability on those turns okay yeah excellent so all the all, all of the boards that you've made for me you didn't even give me an option of thruster you made them all quads ah uh, yeah Forcing me into doing slow turns. <laughs> All right, next one. Okay, following on from your discussion last week on facing the wave and being at the bus stop, do you recommend facing the wave, so point your shoulders out to sea, right until the wave is on top of you, then quickly spin around 180 degrees and point the board directly at the beach? No. I think what you meant by it was, was you just sort of paddle more angled towards yeah, it. Yeah, so, so pretty much you want to stay connected and not lose information. Mm -hmm. So um, when the wave comes, if you, t if, say it's a right-hander running down the beach. Hang on, hang on, hang on. let's bring it up so everyone can see Okay, so if it's a right-hander. They can't see your hand. Come, come this way here a little bit. So if it's a right-hander running down the beach, yep. okay, I need to almost spin face that way Okay, and then see the wave coming. Know that there's no one on my inside, it's clear. Here comes the wave now. Look at it. Okay, if it's a good wave, I'm, I'm going to be committed. But I won't start paddling until the wave actually lifts me up. Then, as it lifts the tail up, I'll lean back and I'll glide into it and surf the wave. So, what I'm doing is I'm getting my information on what the wave looks like and making sure the inside's clear. I'm taking stress out of that part of it. Then I start looking at the wave and deciding what is it doing down the line. Um, I'm starting to plan my ride. And only when the wave lifts me up, 
okay, I can feel the tail lifting, the waves going, come on, let's go. I'll go one, two, stand and surf the wave. Yep. Okay, so I'm trying to get as much information on that wave as early as possible to make the right call. Excellent. So Hugh, hopefully that answers your question. And then is this a question or is it just a statement? Uh, watch your video with Anthony about Maccas, which I had seen, I wish I'd seen it before I went. Okay, let's, let me just, I'm going to bring the question up. So Angus went to... Yeah, to, he was on the last trip with us. To Maccas to, to Mac with you. Yeah. Um, he actually posted the photos um, where he was a little bit sad on it and commented that was Angus. So that video, is it on the Macca's website? Is it on the Macaroni's website? Uh, no, he stuck it on our website. It wasn't a video, it was just shots of him surfing. No, no, no. So, so, so the video that we recorded the other day yeah. for, for Macaroni's, there were some really good tips in there. Yeah. So I know that we recorded it for Macaroni's. Oh, with small wheels, big wheel. Uh, no, it was it was the questions, oh. the the advice on on what 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 advice would you give somebody who's going out to surf? Yeah, probably for, yes. For macaronis, it, it might it might be on their website, so I would definitely go and check it out. It was some, it was some really cool little tips on there. So it's, it's only a ten minute video, but go to the macaronis. It's macaronis. I think it's macaronis resort. Yeah. Dot com, um, and you should be able to find that video of me and Clayton having a conversation about what to take to prepare. But there's some gold nuggets in there for your surfing whatever so we're we're at the end of the questions but that doesn't mean that we've finished i've saved this until last this has got me really excited so this is a video we've got two videos actually this is a video that i saw and let me let, let me first of all bring it uh i put it into coach's eye i think okay so I'm going to bring this up and I'm going to show you now I have watched this a few times because I was sure that somebody had done some editing on this and you're going to hear me get excited doing a little bit of commentary here but I'm going to play this for you and this is, this is obviously wave we'll talk about wave pools earlier on wave pool but just just watch this hang on a minute now this ready 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 it's like and all of a sudden he's, and I thought that this was I was sure that this video had been edited and that they'd sped it up because that's like he suddenly turns on it's like a Ferrari or something it's suddenly and I said to you right you've got to explain this because this is like some weird voodoo wave stuff that's going on like, what like that's that's just crazy like, okay. Like, so explain it. How, how can that acceleration suddenly happen like that? I know that the, that the ranch is a particularly fast wave. Okay, so look at it now. Okay, let's, let's go back here. So if you look at the bottom of the wave, it's not steep. Okay, so mm -hmm. there's very little draw happening and there's no lip throwing yet. Okay, but as we go on... Just, just, just before you explain more, just please, to, I hope, hopefully some of you who are watching also find that just as amazing as what I do, or am I the only person that just got totally excited by the, the sudden acceleration? It's crazy. Okay, now something else you want to look at. Okay, so there's two things. We're going to look at the ocean or yep. the wave, and then we'll look at the body. So Slater over here, he's looking like a sprinter. So he's a sprinter in the starting blocks. Mm -hmm. His legs are lunging. Yep. Okay. His um, shoulders are level. In other words, they're both facing forward. Yep. Okay. And he looks like he's about to start running the 100 meter sprint. Okay, so um, you'll see when he's in the barrel, the, the nose is below the tail. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone's put... 50-50 foil. Is, no, is, this, is this how your coach us at the wave pool, Clayton? Carry us through the barrel like Kelly Slater does. 
Uh, I, I wish. Think, I think uh, I think a new a new level of coaching has been set by by Kelly Slater. Clayton, you've got to up your game if you're going to make us do uh, okay. singing stuff in the water and do all I'll, this I'll weird stuff. I'll charge per hour what he earns. <laughs> okay, so the first thing, Slater's looking like a sprinter in the barrel. Yeah. He's not kind of like bum out, sideways, poo man. Um, okay, so that's the one thing. Now, look at the difference at how steep the wave starts getting there. Okay, so again, he's facing forward and notice the guys are not moving. Mm. They're tapping into the wave energy, but they've got their weight forward. So Kelly's head, shoulder, knee, ankle, all in a straight line over the front foot. Okay, so he's got his weight centered forward mm. and his front on. So pretty much the board's stable because all the weight's on the front foot, so it's not wobbling, but he's leaning forward like a sprinter. And then he kicks into that wave energy with the waves sucking him up and pushing him along. Yep. Okay, so, um, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Makes sense it's to me. It's, it's like full on amazing. Like the, just watching that sudden increase in speed. So a lot of people put into barrels and they go side on and they dip their heads and bend their backs and they get no control. So they get flipped over. So Kelly got his, he got forward and kept really still, almost like you got two glasses of water in your hand, mm -hmm. don't spill. So he's just leveling out, leveling out, leveling out, and the waves doing most of the work. That's crazy. Yeah, he did so, nothing. So, so, so good. He was so quiet in the barrel. Anyway, I still get excited about that video, and nobody else, nobody in the comments said that they found that as exciting as I did. I'm very disappointed in you all, because <laughs> I... All right, so when you're body surfing, <laughs> all right, what are you doing in the barrel? You just keeping quiet, you're feeling, yeah. making small adjustments. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Okay. People that move too much in the barrel don't get to feel it. All right, and then the other one, and I, I found this and I just kind of brought it up because I, I kind of thought it was funny and then you said, no, that's the Oreo biscuit. Yeah. You sometimes make people surf without fins. All the time. And I saw this little video cup and I was just like, okay, this is, how, this is what Clayton's gonna do with us next time. And it was this video. And I know they're not on surfboards, they're on skimboards. But this is surfing without fins. Look at the size of that thing! Oh, his, that's nuts. That is, that's just stupidly crazy. But at the same time, really, look, look, look at the, there's no, there's no fins. Look at the size of that thing. So the only way he can get control is by standing on the back, there's no fins. So he's almost kind of like stalling. Because if the board went forward, it would start spinning. Hmm. Okay. Now you said Oreo biscuit, and so, yeah. so, so to me, when I think of Oreo biscuit, what I'm thinking of is paddling and taking off. Where's the Oreo biscuit here? Because there's nobody paddling and taking right, off. All right, so let's, so see here when his board's flat. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's gone straight down the board's flat and yep. it's spinning. So he's got no control over that. All right, look, he's getting hammered there. Yep. All right, but over here, it looks like he's stalling there, which he is kind of doing, but He's gonna get pulled up the wave, oh. all right? And because he's on his on his back, whoa, wait, 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 there, okay? When you got the tail in, you've, you've got some control over that ride. So he's on his edge over there, and then he can track higher up or lower down. So he's, he's gaining some kind of control. Mm. So the wave's pushing him forward, he's kind of leaning back and he's getting control over the ride. So very, very similar to the Oreo biscuit effect. If I lean back, it gets a tail in and the wave can push me forward. Yep. 
Yeah. If that nose went down, he would go straight to the bottom of the wave. He'd be flat and the ball would start spinning. He'd have very little control. Amazing. Anyway, that was my uh, two, that was my two little videos that I found found for the week that got me rather excited. I do still feel like I was on my own in the level of excitement, but never mind. <laughs> but look, we, we've gone for an uh, for an hour and ten minutes now. So what I'm going to say is, there's been a lot of response to the people with the wave pool. So there's yeah. people that are interested. So I think that it's something that um, we might have to to look at. Yeah. Because of the, I think there's going to be quite a lot of interest because, I, I, look. I'm, I might be speaking without any authority here, but it'd be really so good if, if, if we, we could... If we do do it, we'll open up to everyone on the surf hacks or... Surf well, so, well, we'll yeah. yeah, so if you've enrolled into the, in, into, into the, into the Accelerated Surf program, you'll be notified first, probably um, a week or so earlier, just to give you the first, first dibs, and then we'll open it up to, to the wider community, because I think it's going to be uh, very popular. I'm assuming, and this is Robert, so I'm not sure if I've, if I've got the authority to say this, but if we if we did, we'd get some sort of deal with the Wave Garden where we actually had it to us, like one section to ourselves for a, for, well, for, for, you, for a session, not if, for the whole day. Yeah, if you got the numbers, you can book the whole, either the left or the right out, depending on the availability and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it it, it it would be it'd be like a it'd be like a fun time Friday. Yeah, like a Friday morning um, on B surfs. But it'd be all day. Well. Christmas is coming down with us, so yep. there'd be the theory behind it. We'd we'd actually go through each individual's problems. Yeah. Um, there'd be a bit of skateboarding, um, and then the same wave again and again and again yeah. to try to sort of fix. Or um, if we did do a trip like that, we'd want to work on specific aspects yep. of someone surfing. So yeah, I'm, I'm really dead keen and, and interested in that. It'll be cool. Yeah, that, that's that's really good. So so we'll do a little bit of um, exploration and digging around that so if you were planning on a surf trip so if you live in australia you're planning on a surf trip now you can't because you can't leave the country um then get yourself enrolled into the uh accelerated surf program i'll put the link up on the screen again for you there then you'll get then you'll get to find out first once we manage to find a way of of, of making this this happen but yeah we can still create that that going away surf trip experience, but we can do yeah. it within within Australia. And if we do it well, while it's still warm, if, if we end up going down to Victoria to do it, then at least... Definitely in summer, we'll, for sure. We'll take some inflatable palm trees or something, just to make it feel like... <laughs> Tropics. Feel like, feel like we're abroad. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Also, I want to thank you so much for your level of interaction with inside the, 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 the surf hacks. If you're still watching now, I'm going to ask you to do a huge favor. I would like you to tag below this video one person who you know who who surfs, who isn't part of this surf hacks groups yet. So, did I say that right? Who isn't part of this 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 community yet that should? So just tag their name and just say join this group, uh, just so that we can grow this community even more. We're starting to get more and more questions each week. I mean, we've gone for a, for an hour and twenty minutes tonight, and that was purely based on the, the level of questions and the, and the level of interaction. So I'm loving seeing what's happening in the community. It's great that we're coming on every single week and being able to answer those those questions. But keep 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 posting into group, keep, keep putting your videos in, keep asking the questions. We we love going through it. If you see, I'll tell you what actually, if you, I'm getting excited and we're about to finish, but if you see a video that makes you get as excited as I get when I watch things like Kelly Slater taking that guy in the, the, the in, in the barrel or, or whether it's Dave Rastovich body surfing. If you've got a video that is really cool, 
that gets you super excited. Send it through so that I can get super excited about it for you and we can play it and then get, get Clayton to do some analysis onto how people do these, these also, freaky things. Also, I think we might be getting some guests on sometime. Yes. We want to get uh, Rooster Brand, who's one of the best laminators on the Gold Coast, does all the epoxy boards. Yeah, nice. There's the boys from Shapers, um, definitely Chris Mills. Yeah. So we, we've got a couple of guests lined up and maybe even um, Jake the Snake. Um, he's a coach, from, he's coach from the WSL guys. Um, yep. Possibly even an interview with him. So yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and one final thing, which I'm going to throw in there. You, we've, we've gone for another different setup again tonight. We've got this microphone here instead of those two that we had last week. Would you, <laughs> there it is. Would you like, now, this is what I'm struggling with as to how we do it logistically. Because obviously there's a lot of visual stuff. We show you these videos. But if we were to turn this into a podcast as well, so if we were to do interviews and it's purely a podcast, so it's just something that you could listen to in the car, if that's something that you would like, then then uh, then let us know in the comments below. So you've got pool if you want to go to the pool, podcast if you'd like us to start turning these and doing some other interviews as podcasts. I think that's it. I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking now because we've gone for an hour and 16 and a few people have started to drop off. So they're obviously bored of listening to me getting excited about, about everything. But guys, thank you so, so, so much for, for tuning in. That is it from us. Any last words? No, it was a good night. Thank you very much. There we much. go. Wise words. It was a good night. See you later, guys.